Hey, it's Chris Edgerly, a.k.a. The Edge Voice, and you're about to listen to an audio version of an interview I've done on my streamcast on Twitch. Now, if you'd like to see the video along with it, you can find it in the links below, or you can just go to my YouTube channel, Chris Edgerly, a.k.a. The Edge Voice. Hope you enjoy it. Say hello to the one, the only, the lovely, the talented, Justine Huxley, a.k.a. Watson. What's up? Hi, how's it going? Oh, we are doing great here. You've already got a bunch of people talking about how much they love Watson. Welcome, and thank you for coming to the stream. I know you're busy. Like, I couldn't get you during the day. I tried to get you during the day, and it, it, didn't, it didn't work. You got your auditions. You got your jobs, right? Okay, how was today, by the way? Are you auditioning pretty well? You're auditioning today a lot? Was good. Yeah, today was, today was fun because, as you know, most of our auditions, I would say 99% of our auditions are from home, and today all of my auditions were out, which was really? so fun. Um, yeah, which is so crazy. Not just one, but multiple auditions were uh, in Burbank today, which Whoa. was really nice. Off-site. Yeah, callbacks and first auditions. And, yeah, it was. it's so nice being directed by someone other than yourself. Yeah. Um, I know sometimes when I'm auditioning from home, I can do it about 50 times and still not be happy with it. So it's nice to have someone just be like, okay, we're done. You're good. Bye. Yeah. You mean I can't do seven more takes? Please, please let me right, do seven exactly. more takes until I micromanage it. See, that's the thing for you folks at home. 99.9% .9 of our auditions, as Justine said, happen at home. And when you record yourself at home, you don't have an engineer sort of directing you, giving you their input, and you just have to sort of be your own uh, director. When you auditioned for Watson, did you do it from yes. home first and then have to go in for a callback later? So I just did it from home. I didn't get a callback. I booked it directly from my initial audition. What? I think... I know it's very interesting because I just found out we, uh, some of us, as Johnny told you, um, we went to Respawn last week, the studios, and I found out that everybody got called back. And so maybe they made a big mistake. No. So glad that I, it was, so I really didn't know the scope of the game when I got it. They, they said, yeah, it's just a, you know, a new game. We don't, you know. They do that there. <laughs> they like to downplay it because. Be this, this big thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I really didn't know anything about it when I went in because I had talked to no one for my callback. Um, right. And they, you know, when they do these, especially for video game auditions, they give you so little information about the character and right. about the game. And so much of it is in code. So uh, it was it was fun to talk to them, but a lot of it was also in code when I went there for my first session. So really? it was interesting. <laughs> Yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah, you are the only one to book it straight. Everybody else had to go to callbacks, including, I mean, I assume all the other ones did. Johnny did. I did. And like you, I yeah, had no I idea. Yeah, and Nick did. Yeah, I had no clue. I've said this before. I had no idea of the universe this took place in. I didn't play uh, Titanfall, which is sort of the universe before it or the game before it. And then, yeah, then, you know, next thing you know, yeah, you're, you have a callback and then you're in. In your case, you're just in. So how does that feel? <laughs> how does that crazy. feel to be in the middle of this whirlwind? Because this thing is huge. It's a really big game. Not, I'm a little biased, obviously, but I think they told me at the last recording session, they've had 65 million unique uh, players. That's saying something. It's unbelievable. I, I've never been in a game this humongous before. And I, I've been in some, some, great games but i've been 
some supporting characters or characters right. that you might not recognize my voice. Um, so it's so exciting to be a character that is so unique, is so different, is so special, um, and is a girl scientist. I love that. <laughs> now, have you learned a little bit more about Watson's background? Exactly. I mean, okay. But that didn't come until maybe the third session about her background. So it, it's definitely a learning process. Every time I go in, I find more and more out about Watson, which is always fun. Yeah, see, they're doing that to me with Pathfinders. Like, yeah, we still don't know who your creator is yet. It's like, you know, you're just not going to tell me. <laughs> is it Watson or Watson's dad that designed the King's Canyon? So, yeah, Watson's dad designed King's Canyon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, of course, how does that feel now that you're beyond King's Canyon? We have to go into a season three map. I know you don't game, everybody, by the way. Um, Sorry, guys. <laughs> Justine does <laughs> not game. Right, when I went to Respawn last the playtesters were super excited to meet us because they listen to us all day, every day, and they asked me if I wanted to play, and I, I told them sure, but I'm going to need a lot of help, and within the first maybe two minutes, I died immediately. <laughs> you lasted two whole minutes because I didn't. <laughs> no, if you've seen well, the videos. The time, my first time playing, I couldn't get out of the water. I was just flailing, splashing. And what, uh, our community manager, Jason Garza, he had to come in and, and take over for me because there was no way I was going to get out of the water alive. Yeah, that, believe me, I, I decided it would be fun if I documented me trying to learn the game. And yeah. that's why on YouTube, those first five or six videos is just me just, I mean, epically failing. It is, <laughs> if you don't game, like I didn't really game. It, it had been yeah. years since I gamed. And it is not easy. And even gamers like my brother, Pappy Dave, he's on the uh, he's on the chat at some point, probably. And he's he's streaming here, too. He games and he gets it. And he said, even then, this game is hard. It yeah, is hard. It's, it's not easy for my gamer friends, too. It's it's uh, but it's a good challenge, I think, for them. <laughs> All right. Now. Even though you don't game, you are active on the social medias and you are, and we'll cover all that later, but yeah, if you guys can find Justine on Instagram and Twitter, because Justine and I don't really know each other. I met her a couple of weeks ago for the first time in person. She was leaving a Watson session. I was coming in for a Pathfinder session. She's the sweetest person in the world. We took a picture together and don't let the picture fool you. She was standing on a stepladder next to me. She is tiny, but she is a force of nature. You've been, what, singing and performing since you were three? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I got my SAG card at age six um, doing a Brawny Paper Towel commercial. Okay. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so I used to do commercials when I was a kid. But, yeah, I've been singing since I was just a, a little baby. My dad uh, is a composer and a oh. jazz pianist and a uh, child actor. He was in... Shows like Bewitched in the 60s and Star Trek. Nice. Uh, Captain Kirk's nephew on Star Trek. <laughs> really? Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was on the Brady Bunch. He got Greg Brady to smoke. Um, <laughs> that famous episode. Uh, yeah. So show business has kind of been in my blood. My grandmother was an old uh, MGM Hollywood dancer. Um, my grandfather was a jazz saxophone player. So I've had a lot of, a lot of people in my family um, in entertainment. So it was kind of... Like, that was my path. <laughs> so um, my dad would play the piano when I was very little, and I would sing with him. Um, we would go to see musicals all the time, plays. Um, I grew up in L.A., 
much here. Um, I was really lucky, and I went to a performing arts high school, um, which I loved in the theater program called Loxa, the L.A. County High School for the Arts. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then I went to college in New York at SUNY Purchase um, for the, in their theater program there um, in the conservatory. And I stayed in New York for a couple years, and then I moved back to L.A., and that's when I got into voice acting. Wow. So you grew yeah. up in L.A., you're basically the, the progeny of showbiz people, and then you go yes. to New York for training and you come back. This, you know what? There's nothing else you could have done with your life. This is what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Just in case you had any doubt, I'm here to tell you right. you're supposed to be doing exactly this right now. Yeah. Right. When I moved back to L.A., I really, I didn't think about voiceover at all. I was thinking on camera, doing right. theater, even moving back to New York. Um, I was just kind of burnt out from New York. It was it was tough. New York, when you're a struggling actor, is really tough. And I had just gotten done with uh, a tour of a new musical. And um, and I came back to L.A. to be with family and regroup. And two of my cousins um, who make their living as voiceover artists, they, uh, they suggested, well, why don't you think about doing voiceover and start taking classes and I took a uh, commercial voiceover class with Nancy Wilson at Frame Tracks Audio. Um, she was great. She produced my demo, and I got an agent, and then I started doing more commercials. And then um, I thought, you know, I really want to do animation. I'm a singer, and I did an animation demo with Lori Allen, who is amazing. Mm -hmm. She's on SpongeBob and uh, Family Guy, and she's so fantastic. It's like my animation demo with her and Susan Paleo at uh, Voice Tracks West. And, um, and I started doing more animation, which I love. <laughs> uh, I also noticed on YouTube, you've got some videos of you singing. So is yeah. anything like yeah. that happening? Are you going to record an album or anything like that? So I, I mostly do musical theater. Um, okay. And uh, I, I'm involved in a few workshops right now of musicals, um, some new musicals. Uh, but every few months... Um, uh, I do a charity show with some other voice actors, um, but musical theater actors too, called uh, Miscast. And a lot of those, some of those videos are from um, from that concert that we do in North Hollywood every few months um, at the Federal Bar in North Hollywood. Um, and you sing songs that you are totally wrong for. So I've sung songs that where I was a man, a very strong macho man. I've done songs where. I'm a stalker. I've done songs where I was uh, a little kid. It's it's a lot of fun, and we uh, we do it for um, for Project Angel, which is really cool. Do you yeah. sing? Yeah. Well, you know the funny thing is, is that Wikipedia says I'm a singer, and that's just not true. I have occasionally imitated a singer for a table read or for something on a show. It it ain't happening. I I sing probably as well as Pathfinder sings. We'll put it that way. <laughs> To be not well at all. You've yeah. obviously had a lot of training, and you're doing musical theater. Do you do anything else to stay sharp? So I, I still coach every once in a while. Um, okay. Do you know Art Butler? The voice actor Art Butler. I don't think I do. No. He's he's a great voice actor, and um, and he voice directs at Voice Tracks West sometimes. Okay. And it's amazing. Their services are amazing. And if you're having my my agency, they don't have a director. So okay. Almost all of our auditions are from home. So I have something that I'm kind of having trouble with, or you know what, I really would like an extra ear to listen to this, or maybe I just really don't want to edit today. Right. I go into Voice Arts West, and it's $15 for 15 minutes, and Art will uh, edit, direct, 
direct you and send it off to your agent. It's amazing. Um, so that helps me stay sharp a lot. It's 10 minutes from where I live and it's very convenient. Um, I think that Dean Riley Baker's website, I want to be a voice actor.com is one of the greatest resources. Almost every time I, I get a callback or something, I'll go back and read the callback section or the recording, um, what to do in a recording studio, just to let like, get my mind in the game and okay, I, I'm checking this off. I'm doing this. Okay. That's, that's what it is. I'm doing it right. What was the hardest part about the recording process for Watson? Was it just getting into the character when they don't give you a whole lot of info? I think that's it. It's getting into the character when they don't give you that much info. Um, also, the R's for the French R is always hard when you want to be able to be understood. Um, yes. I feel like over the last few sessions that I've, I've lessened the R a little bit because it was it was getting so that mm -hmm. it was it was like on the mic it was sounding so um strong that you couldn't really understand it it's interesting my initial audition it was it was much uh much more calm much straighter of an audition and she it, it didn't have I don't think it had as much of the, the brightness and humor there was one one line that that I remember um, that had her you know laughing at her own joke and I feel like maybe that's why I got it because I feel like that's the essence of Watson her laughing at her own electricity jokes right Wow. Yeah, I was never shy. I've never been shy. I, I see now why there was no callback. I know you weren't the only one that read for it. That's not possible. I think they just said, hey, why are we going to waste everybody else's time? This is Watson. There it is. Do you have any projects coming up that we can look out for? Um, yeah, actually, I, I've been doing um, some dubbing lately, which is, which is a lot of fun. It takes a totally different skill, um, and uh, it's I think it's much harder than I'm sure you, you have experienced this too. It's so much harder than doing animation or commercials or really any other type of voiceover because it's creative, but it's also so technical. Yes. Um, and you're constantly having to deal with time, deal with flaps of mouths, and uh, also how the character, how the, the actor in the other language um, did the. Uh, the performance. So um, there's a, a live action film that's coming to Netflix. Um, I it, the the working title was Astronaut, but I think it's a different title. I'll I'll post it on my Twitter when um, when I find out. I think it's coming to Netflix November first. It's about um uh, it's an Italian movie and it's about a man that has no gravity. He was born without gravity, and I play his love interest. And it's a really sweet movie and it's about how he becomes famous and doesn't like the fame and how he deals with um, being able to fly. Is there anything you wanted to ask the fans? Um, well, my favorite questions from the fans are, I think these, these three questions I had asked the most. What does Watson's hair look like under her hoodie? That is probably the number one question I get asked. Um, the number two question I get asked is, when is Watson going to get a pet? And is her pet going to be an electric eel? <laughs> and 
get asked is, is there going to be a Netflix series? And we don't know, um, but that would be amazing. But um, for the first two questions, what what do you guys think Watson's hair looks like? And what pet would you like Watson to have if she had a Okay. Pet? Let's open that up for the chat right now. What does Watson's hair look like under the cap? And what kind of pet does she need to have? I could... I actually could see her having something tremendous, like some huge animal that, of course, is just extremely docile around her. And then anyone else, it just murders them when they get anywhere near her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a great, um, there was a, uh, a piece of fan art that I, that, I, that I retweeted recently of someone drawing an electric eel around Watson's neck, kind of like a scarf. And it was so cute to say that the fan art has been... Yes. Shout out to Respawn because it isn't just a great game they made, but they gave us some really good concept art to go on. Even though we didn't have a lot of information about the characters, their concept art is amazing. Let's see. Uh, we have anything from uh, her hair probably looks like she got hit with 11 million volts to Finn's hair from Adventure Time. Uh, some people say you can see it in the animatic. I guess you probably could. And as far as pets go, yeah, uh, Rottweiler, Big Dog. Uh, let's see. Janissary says, uh, something weird and exotic that requires precise care, like a saltwater aquarium or a chameleon. You know what? Somebody send her some fan art on Twitter of, uh, Watson without her cap so you can see her hair and give her a pet. So, so Watson's been getting some, uh, some amazing, uh, remix songs with her voice. My, one of my favorite songs that's come out is, um, you're in my backyard now. I love that one, and there's and my line, my light shines bright, and they just keep repeating that line. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> my favorite is um, I'm currently at the top of my game. Get it? Yeah, Watson makes dad jokes like Pathfinder does. Okay. That we're gonna have to do a quick Watson and Pathfinder back and forth before we let you go. But uh, here's one, Justine. Uh, this person's name is is Stevka. I was the Twitter guy who sent you the Fox Watson fan art and asked you some questions. Hope you like the drawings, and I hope you remember. Love it. Yes. Uh, let's see. Janissary wants to know what your favorite Watson skin is. I'm going to have to say, because Halloween's coming up, I'm going to have to say the, the Halloween Okay. Skin. I love the, the bats and the orange-black teeth and her, her new hairstyle. Here's one from Rogue Biologist. Were there any lines Watson had that were hard to say in the French accent? You mentioned the hard R earlier, or the R. Were there any other lines that you said, maybe we should, you know, sort of tweak this because this may not be, you know, something that they'll understand? Um, I feel like one of the hardest words to say with, with the R is registered. That's a hard one. So I had to lessen that. And sometimes the writers are so amazing. Tom, Lindsay, Manny. All the writers um, on Apex are so great, and they are, you know, if you're having trouble with the line, they'll say, okay, well, that's not working. Let's try something else. So it, it will all work out. This is a question we get a lot, but uh, we already know the answer. Did Justine like in or enjoy working with Chantel Van Santen? Um, well, we don't really read with the other actors. Uh, I believe I you... I've never met her. I think she's super talented, but I've never met her. I... Like Chris said, we just met a couple weeks ago, and I just met Mela, who plays Lifeline, last week um, for the first time. I just met Johnny, who mm -hmm. plays Crypto, last week for the first time. Um, I met Nicholas at, I think, my second or third session, mm -hmm. and Allegra, I've been friends 
with for years. So that was really fun to see her um, and realize, oh, we're in the same room. This is so exciting because we've never done a project together. So yeah. that was nice. Um, and so Nick and Allegra, Nick plays Octane, for those of you who don't know, and Allegra plays Bloodhound. Um, Nick and Allegra and I went to EA Play on the same day um, a few months ago in June, um, and we had the best time. It was the most amazing VIP treatment, and the Respawn people took us all over, and um, we got to see the trailer for the new Star Wars game that Respawn is doing, and um, all the cool Apex stuff. We got to play uh, Apex for the first time with, with Watson at EA Play. It was, it was really Nice, amazing. nice. Yeah, like I said, I... I... I, unless I'm passing someone in the hallway over right, at the studio. Exactly. Yeah, and unless they start doing events where they invite us. Maybe they which, which I want to say to you guys, if there are events that you want us at, at least for me, can't speak for all the other legends, but, you know, tell those cons, um, whoever runs those cons, tell them that you want us. But yes, if you want to see Justine Huxley and you don't live in the greater Los Angeles area, then you're going to have to ask your local convention, hey, we would like to have Watson show up and so she can sign stuff and do the voice and take selfies. So that's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. Janissary would like to know, have you seen Watson's running animation? She cradles the gun to her chest and it's adorable. So apparently Watson is uh, deftly skilled, but at the same time runs adorably with a gun to her chest. One of the one of the animators, uh, his niece did the mocap for Watson before I even I, I believe before I even started recording, and she is so cute with all of her movements and her hand gestures and her Watson clapping. I I love it. A rogue biologist who lives in Australia is one of the viewers of my stream, and I believe has a stream himself. Would you ever come to Australia for a convention if asked? Yes. Last week moved to Sydney, so I am so there. I would love to go to Australia, and I could stay with him and uh, do a, a good two weeks maybe in Australia. It would be amazing. I would love that. I'd love to go all over. Melbourne, I'm dying to go to. Perth. Uh, here's one from I, Ricky. The question has sort of been asked, but sort of not. She wants to know, uh, was it hard for you to get the French accent down? We know that you can do the accent sometimes too well because you want to make sure that people can understand it. Was it hard for you to sort of get comfortable with the French accent or is accents something that you'd sort of have an affinity with? So um, I was really lucky and I took French in middle school and high school. Ah. Um, so I took French for about five years. And though I don't remember all of it, um, I definitely can, can speak conversational French. So that really helps. And my, my first French teacher was uh, from Alsace, uh, France, and she was so strict with us on our accents. And if we didn't have good accents, she called us out in front of the whole class. And uh, it was it was very she was a very intense strict teacher. So I think that I thank Madame Tokar for for watching. <laughs> nice. See, and now you probably owe her money, uh, Carluby Tubi. Well, that's a cute name right there. What's your favorite food, and what would be Watson's favorite food? You can't say croissants. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. That's too easy. Um, my favorite food is, I love sushi so much. Uh, I'm going uh, next year to Japan for the first time. Um, and I just cannot wait. I've always wanted to go. Um, and uh, probably, and 
Speaking of sushi, it would probably, Watson's favorite food would probably be eel sushi. That makes too much sense, actually. Speed Pro Gaming wants to know, so what do you think of Caustic and Watson's relationship? Um, they, I think it's, I think it's adorable because Caustic is this really, uh, gruff guy that doesn't like anyone, and yet he likes Watson, um, because they're the two scientists in the game, and they have things in common, they relate to each other, and, uh, he's kind of like a father figure to her, so I, I love it. I love that she's the only one that can kind of, uh, get him out of his shell and... Make him happier when he's poisoning yeah. people with his inventions. They want... All right, some people wanted to hear us order from McDonald's. What, are we going through the drive-thru? Yeah, okay. Pathfinder and Watson going through... Okay, now they want to hear a McDonald's order. All right, let's see. Okay, let's just say that there's a bunch of us jammed into a VW bug and uh, Pathfinder is driving... And Watson is riding shotgun, and they have pulled up to a McDonald's drive-thru. Hi, everyone. Okay, keep it down. I've got to get the order together. Hello, how are you? You're working really hard for almost no money. Sorry about that. Anyway, I'd like a Big Mac, small fries, chocolate shake, filet of fish, two orders of the McRib sandwich, even if it's not currently the McRib sandwich deal, and five sodas, all of them Diet Fresca. What do you guys want? Hey, everybody! Watson ordered French fries, and she's French! Caustic isn't laughing. Oh, Caustic. Oh, you're so silly. Just order something. There's something that won't make you gassy. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, my radio broke. Watson, could you sing me a song while we wait for our food? Uh, I, I will sing a song in French for you. Is that oh, okay? please. I love songs I can't understand. My circuits are all warm and fuzzy, and I don't know why. <laughs> High five! That was awesome. Thank you. Justine Huxley, ladies and gentlemen, find her on Twitter, at Justine Huxley. Find her on Instagram, at Justine Huxley. Tell your local convention, by God, you want to see yourself some Watson, okay? Tell her you want her at your convention, and man, she will show up, and she will sign stuff. She will do selfies. She will do videos. All of those things. Anything else you want to share with us before we let you go, Justine? Um, just thank you so much to all the fans. You guys are so awesome, and thank you for being so positive and kind and, and welcoming to the voice actors. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Oh, Steve, before he goes, and that was the person who did the fan art, wants to know, can Watson and Pathfinder say happy birthday, Stephen? So, happy birthday, Stephen. Happy birthday, Stephen. High five. Maybe I'll finally get one. Justine, you are, as advertised, lovely and amazing, and thank you so much for visiting us. Thank you so much. We will have you back.